Welcome to Beauty and the Gi, the podcast about jujitsu and life on and off the mat. I'm Jen Eads, a white belt full of curiosity and questions about all the things jujitsu. And I'm AJ Klingerman, a Brazilian jujitsu purple belt obsessed with all things jujitsu. And in this episode, we are talking about game plans. Yeah, we're going to take a deep dive into game planning. We've touched on it in some other episodes. Yeah. Why Why is this on your mind this week? <laughs> well, I mean, it's definitely something I find everyone struggles with, but it's something that I find really helps you. So I think it's always good to have a good reminder of how to build a game plan and then actually using said game plan. (laughs) (laughs) Right. That might be one of my goals that I wrote down. So for me, this is a really great time to revisit this conversation because a lot of my goals are tied to my game plan. Good. good. And like actually trying to use my game plan. Actually do it. Yes. (laughs) Right. That's the, that's been the struggle for me. I write it down and it sounds awesome. (laughs) Well, that's a good start. Yeah. Writing it down is always a great start. So, um, Let's talk about like what to write down, especially brand new. So let's talk brand new person, just started jujitsu, writing down your game plan. I always look at it from three top positions and three bottom positions. So you choose those top positions and that might be side control, mount, and top side of someone's guard. It's like in someone's guard. And then maybe you know only one or two moves from those spots. Great. Write those down. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's it. Don't, you know, like. Just, I think Finley's joined the podcast. <laughs> Finley liked that answer. Yeah. She wanted me to. <laughs> Finn the Airedale. Finn turn. Um, but yeah. So you just, you write those down. Um, and the idea is no matter what you try to stick to those things. So maybe in the beginning, um, if you're in someone's guard, you know a same side knee over pass and a cross side knee over pass. And that, those are the only two passes you know. Those are the only two passes you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. Now, maybe, you know, you learn another pass. Um, and typically a game plan has two to four moves. But still, the the smash passes are your favorite. Those are the ones you do. As you get a little more into jujitsu, you can pick from the moves you know, right? You you have a little more variety of what to choose. So then pick if it's competition game plan or if it's you're still new to jujitsu, my advice is to choose a game stuff. The stuff that you're best at, whether that's because you're just starting jujitsu and even what you're best at is nothing pretty much. (laughs) The one thing I can kind of sort of do. Exactly. Yeah. Great. That goes on your game plan. And sometimes that goes on your game plan from everywhere. Mm -hmm. Like if you're good at an Ezekiel choke, well then you're going to put it on your game plan from Mount. You're going to put it on your game plan from guard. You're going to put it on your game plan from half guard, you know, whatever you can do. Cause you like, that's my one submission. I'm going to do it from everywhere. Mm-hmm. Great. Um, it's been really helpful for me too, just to have that focus. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, okay, here's the one thing. How do I get comfortable doing it from all the places? Yes. Yes. And because otherwise there's so much to jujitsu. Yeah. Like I need choices taken away from me. Yeah. It's, it can be just so almost overwhelming. Uh Like I can do anything I want right now. Yeah. What do I do? 
Yeah. So <laughs> picking just a couple things that you're going to focus on and that no matter where, you know, the person puts you during the role, you are trying to get to one of those positions to do that one thing or, you know, a couple things. So it's just being very focused and intentional with your game plan. So if you are doing both ghee and no ghee, does it make sense then to focus on something that's going to transfer back and forth? I think it depends on where you are in your jujitsu journey. Okay. If it's in the beginning, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If if you're still fairly new, it might be best to do things like I'm gonna do a guillotine. I can do a guillotine whether we're gi or no gi. Doesn't yeah. matter. If you're further along, you're probably gonna have more of a no gi game plan and a gi game plan. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you kind of break those up a little bit. And so then if you're a competitor, you know, you're working on competition game plan. If you're not in competition season, you start working on F game stuff. <laughs> what am I terrible at that I want to get better at? Mm-hmm. So that was something like we focused on a lot in like November, December. We were all done competing. It was like, what's the thing that you want to do that's not really in your game now that you want to add to your game? And, um, you know, so I worked a lot of like De La Hiva and reverse De La Hiva, just trying to get better at it. Then there comes a time where you're like, okay, we're, we're heading into competition season. Does anything from that F game plan, my training game plan, does anything make it over into my competition game plan? Or do I go back to what my competition game plan was before? Does that make sense? Oh, totally. Yeah. So like you just decide like, okay, well, I got really good at this one sweep in these last eight weeks of doing this training game plan. That's going to go into my my A game game plan mm-hmm. now, into my competition game plan. I'm going to use that in a tournament. Yeah. So, and if not, it's fine. Scrap the whole training game plan. You can get rid of all of it and mm-hmm. just go back to, I'm going to Americana and Ezekiel choke everyone. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> Whatever's working. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but here's another great reason as to why you should have a written game plan. So you go to your coach and you're like, I keep getting swept. And they're like, okay, well, What are you doing inside guard? What are you trying to do to pass? And you're like, I don't know. Uh, Well, (laughs) okay. Are you, are you on both knees or do you have a knee up? Are you, do you have a knee on the outside? Like what's, I don't know. All right. Well, what's your game plan? I don't know. (laughs) Right. If you can't tell me what you're working on, it's really hard for me to fix it for you. James always jokes that, you know, like you couldn't take your car to the mechanic and just be like, my car is making a funny noise. Well, what kind of noise? Like, is it making it when you break? Is it making it when you mm-hmm. start it? Is it making it like, I don't know. It's just, it's just weird. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> well, I'm going to need more information if you want me to, you know, diagnose the problem. Mm-hmm. So same thing. Like, I can't help you fix why you're getting armbarred over and over or why you're getting swept or why a sweep isn't working for you. Like I've been trying to do this sweep over and over and it's not working without seeing the sweep. I'll probably say, are you loading them? Uh-huh. <laughs> that's, that's my first thing. Right? That's my first yeah. go to. Are you, how's your load? But no, like if you can't tell me what you're working on, I can't help you fix it. Mm-hmm. So. 
and it's nice that I finally feel like I'm to the to the point of getting beyond my game plan is not just don't die. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, like that's that's always a great goal, but it it's not a specific game plan. It's not something you can right. really focus on. Mm-hmm. Also, don't die is that negative talk, right? It is. It's totally. not survive. Survive is more positive. Uh-huh. Don't die. All I hear is die, 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 yeah. die. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then that's what you're feeling like, oh my God, I'm dying, I'm dying, I'm dying. Instead of like, I will survive. Yes. <laughs> right? So try to, even if that's part of your game plan, spin it to a more positive aspect. Yes. Don't go down the spiral. <laughs> oh my God, that is just my worst. <laughs> Sorry, it's it's always a work in progress. It is, yeah. But, you know, it's not anything specific. I can't, I don't even know if you're improving if your only thing is that you're trying to survive. I want to see what you're working on. I want to see, are you accomplishing the things that you're trying to accomplish? And if not, why? Mm-hmm. So I got a new journal, which mm-hmm. is basically just a bigger giant yes. notebook. Yeah. <laughs> We've gone to that now. But I am starting to write down before I go into class, this is specifically what I want to work on Good. when we roll. And sometimes it happens and sometimes I forget between the time I wrote yeah. it down and I get to class. But at least I feel like I'm being more intentional when I show up that this is what I want to work on today in addition to whatever it was that we covered. Right. Yeah. I think that's really, really good. I also think if you're a much more advanced person going with someone who's not as advanced as you, even though I want you to still work your game plan. Mm -hmm. Um, I always advise my students, like, let's say an Ezekiel's on your game plan. Once you hit it once in a round, go for something else. Just, you know, like if you're, and and sometimes that's not always the right advice, Uh but I don't want to see you Ezekiel choking someone that's much newer than you 50 times in a row. We get it. You got it. Uh Let me see what else you can do. Now, that is solidified. You're doing a great job with that. Even just once or twice, fine. But let me see, like move on to another submission. I think that's helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, as you advance more. So my game plan looks a little bit different now than just those three top positions, three bottom positions. It becomes more of a system, right? So take overhook, for example. I really like working the BJJ modified overhook, which is like a wizard um, with the gi. I like working that a lot and it can be done from standing. It can be done from inside someone's guard, from if they're in your guard, there's just a lot of places it comes from. So I'm using more of that whole system Mm -hmm. rather than just like three moves from top or bottom. And then that way I'm always going for that and how someone is reacting to that what's my counter? And if they counter, what's my counter? And if they counter, what's my counter? So that kind of becomes how I'm game planning at this point in time, Mm -hmm. which is a little bit different. But the important part is that I know that I'm going in with a game plan. And I'm not saying I don't struggle with it (laughs) at all. I'm definitely not saying that. (laughs) I would say my, the hardest thing, what I struggle with the most is that my game plan is usually the last 
James Klingerman seminar I attended. Really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> or the last DVD I filmed, whatever uh-huh. that is, like, because I'm usually the one behind the camera. So it's really bad, but it is true. Whatever seminar I attended last, that's probably what I'm doing. <laughs> Which was really hard last year when we took that cross-country trip. Uh Uh-huh. And we did, um, I don't even remember how many places now. I think like 16 or more different places in two weeks. It was a lot. It was a whole lot. And so he taught something different at like every place. So Mm -hmm. my rolling was all over the place after that. Like (laughs) I had had no game plan. It was just all scrambled eggs. Um, (laughs) But I, you know, if I'm, prepping for a tournament, I try to be more intentional about like, what am I working? What is, what is the system I'm trying to accomplish? So then let's jump to tournament, Mm -hmm. to competition. And you've got your game plan. Mm -hmm. You go out to start to work your game plan and it just goes off the rails. You're not, you can't get the takedown. Maybe if you're like me, the downward spiral starts to kick in and because you're getting frustrated. Right. How do you, how do you work through that? How do you adapt then to like, oh God, this is, I'm not getting anything. Yep. What do I do now? So one, you really have to avoid the frustration, mm-hmm. right? Which I know can be hard. Let's back up. So I don't just have one takedown, right? right? I have at least two. And sometimes it's, Sometimes it's depend upon, you know, are they standing up too straight? Are they head too far forward? You know, are, you know, do they pull? Do I pull? Like, whatever. So I have a couple of options, not just one. Mm-hmm. And I have options like, is, is my game plan to take them down? If I can't take them down, I'm going to pull guard. If they pull guard, here's what I do. Okay. Right? So then you don't get frustrated. You just do jujitsu. Okay. Does that make sense? Just do jujitsu. It you sounds great in theory. Right. But that's what you have to like, that's what you have to say to yourself. Uh-huh. So I think my standup is better, not good, but better than it used to be. Uh-huh. And I remember like most of my nerves going into competition was all around the standup. Yeah, because, totally. Yeah. You're like, I don't, I don't know how this is going to go down. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I yeah. don't know how, but once we hit the mat, even if they took me down, I was like, great, this is just jujitsu. Like, right. I know how to do jujitsu. No matter what happens, this is just jujitsu. So that always became easier for me. Mm-hmm. So try to just remind yourself those positive things. Like, all right, now we're just rolling. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm still going for the things I want to go for, but I, I'm just going to do jujitsu. Just don't let it, don't let it beat you down because it's their job just as much as it's your job to try and implement your game plan. Mm-hmm. It's their job to implement theirs. And I bet their game plan is not you getting the takedown. Right. Right. Like, <laughs> most likely. Most likely. That's probably not what their game plan is. Uh-huh. So you just have to, you know, go out and try to be first. And if you're not, then it's all places you've been before. People pull guard on you before. People have taken you down before. All right. What do I do next? What do I do next? What do I do next? That's why working bad positions is important too. Mm -hmm. I've had some high level guys tell me that they don't practice escapes. Really? Yeah. Because they're just like, well, you shouldn't get there. 
But, but what if you do? Right. I don't. What happens? I don't understand. I uh-huh. think I'd panic. I think I'd be like, well, that's never happened before. Yeah. <laughs> so personally, I think it's important that you're practicing not only how to get out of those things, but keeping in the right headspace for it. Mm-hmm. That's fine. People have had my back before. People have tried to choke me before. And, you know, maybe I've tapped before, but I've also gotten out of it. Yeah. And either way, I'm going to live to fight another day. <laughs> like, again, it's just jujitsu. It is. So, you know, you just you go out and you do your best. I think I might actually need to write into my game plan. Number one, breathe. Breathe. Absolutely. That's a big one for me. Mm-hmm. And just it's jujitsu. Yeah. Stop overthinking it because yeah. that's when I start to get when I try to think. Mm-hmm is when it just goes off the rails. If I can just react and know like, oh. Muscle. If it's, yeah. If it's something that we have drilled a gazillion times, Mm -hmm. then I don't have to think about it. And then I don't get myself into trouble. (laughs) Right. That's why drilling is so important. Oh man. I've been to lots of places where, you know, they'll show the move. You do it each once. Maybe you each got to do it twice and then you're moving on to something else. And Mm -hmm. then you're moving on to something else. And I'm like, I didn't retain any of that. Mm -hmm. You have to do it over and over and over again to get that muscle memory. You know, because you work with me, but we'll do micro drills where it's just like a single grip, 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 grip. Yeah. So that just innately, that's where you grab. And so, I mean, just you have to drill things over and over so that you do have muscle memory because your brain just kind of goes out the window when you're, Mm -hmm. (laughs) when you have anxiety like that. Like when, when you have that pressure on you, I mean, it would be great if you could think through things and do like, oh yeah, okay, this is exactly what I'm supposed to do. But sometimes that's just not, you're yeah. just like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, the drilling is, but I think they say that you don't uh, rise to the occasion. You rise to the training that you've had. Right. Oh, so, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. It was really helpful in class this morning just to keep working the same thing because I found that I messed something up different <laughs> right? every time. Isn't that funny? You're like, well, I had that part right last time, but I got this part wrong. And then right. now, that, now that's wrong. But yeah. And again, it was that struggle of thinking, especially the, I think the first few times you try to do something, I'm, I, I can't speak for anybody else, but I'm just way overthinking it. Yeah. And I could tell once I stopped thinking about, just focused on the move and where I wanted to end up. Yeah. Rather than all of the things that it takes to get there. Yeah. Then it felt a lot better, especially like on the scissor sweep yeah. we were working on this morning. Yeah. Oh, stop taking so long to load them up and just do it. Just go. Yeah. Don't yeah. stop in between. And then when there's like certain rules is the wrong word, but like just certain things that you're like, I know that I'm going to take them towards the trap side. Mm -hmm. So I don't have to think about which way I'm going because I know that arm's trapped. That's the way we're going. Yeah. Like it's just, it, you know, it's just part of it. You don't have to think through it. You're like, well, that's it. That's where we're going. Mm -hmm. That's where I have to, I have to trap that arm if we want to go over. (laughs) Like I have to load them up if we want to go over just things like that. So Yeah, yeah, today was super helpful. Good, good. I like that. I like I like drilling a ton. It's the only way you're going to be able to remember it mm-hmm. and then trying to put it into the role. So like you said, you you make the goals before you come in of what you're trying to do, but you're also trying to do whatever we did in class that day. Mm-hmm. Because personally, like if I don't try it live, 
it's just gone. It's yeah. gone. And, you know, so Brissa and I have been getting together on the weekends and working for hours, just like getting out one of the DVDs and just watching it or whatever Instagram videos we've sent each other in between and, uh, you know, like just working stuff. And like, there was one thing, the guy kept calling it the ham sandwich. Uh-huh. I don't know why it was a dumb name. <laughs> um, sorry if you were the one that named it. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Uh, <laughs> but practicing the move, we weren't getting it at all. We were just like, well, that's, that's not for us. Whatever mm-hmm. it is, it looked cool. It's not for us. Uh-huh. And I've hit it three times rolling. Seriously. Because we kept trying to drill it, even Uh though it felt weird, we never felt like we were getting it, but I got the idea of it and the mechanics of it. Mm -hmm. And even though it wasn't working with me and her in rolling, I've been like, okay, now what was I doing on that? How did I do that? Okay. There it is. Ah, I got it. (laughs) Yeah. Interesting. It was really helpful today too, when we did just the one minute drills. Yes. That was, that was great. I got that from Rachel Casillas. Surprise, surprise. One Wait, of, who, did we just mention her on the I know, podcast? Of course again? we did. <laughs> Name drop. Pick up your toes. Um, <laughs> so it was, I think her camp maybe two, three years ago, she was doing that where you would start and guard one minute. And then you, at the end of the minute, no matter what was, you know, like you're just rolling. Mm-hmm. At the end of the minute, you switch top and bottom. I like it because it forces movement. It gives you an idea of where to start from instead of like, we're both starting on our knees or like, you know, what's happening. You only have a minute to work. So if you get mount and you're dominant and then the bell goes off and you're like, well, now I have to get in your guard. Yeah. So, you know, like, yeah, that was great now. Right. (laughs) (laughs) And we got to basically start in a different position. (laughs) What's funny was the next year at her camp, she didn't do it at first. And I was like, I really liked that drill you did, but she'd kind of forgotten about it. Uh Uh-huh. So, um, but it was, it became one of my favorite drills and we'll do it from all over, you know, different places, mm-hmm. but I like it a lot. I do too. It's a good way in a big group too, to get to roll with different people and kind of fill them out like other than just rolling. And I need that focus. Mm-hmm. So for me, just having the number one, if it's at the end of class, it's like, good. I only have to go for a yeah. minute until yeah, we right. switch, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> which is nice. And just that focused I mean, you can focus on that for a minute. Yeah. And it's great. Yeah. Uh, I did that. I taught the co-ed class in Greenwood last week and I did that. But when I did it, I announced the score is tied. Mm -hmm. Do not leave it to the ref. This is the final minute of the match. And person on top, you need to score or you need to submit them. Person on bottom, you need to score or you need to submit them. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'd find like 30 seconds in, some of them are just locked up guard and I would yell again. Locking up guard isn't doing you any good. Uh-huh. You're going to lose this match. You got to move. Mm-hmm. And it, it made it very, it was uh, a little aggressive for some uh-huh. of the guys, <laughs> but it gave them intent. Like it gave them some reason to like actually open up and do something, not just hold on. Yeah. It's different when there's some stakes. Yeah. Yeah. And you have to, like, if you're going to compete, you have to be able to kind of get in that mindset ahead of time, Mm -hmm. like think through different scenarios and give yourself a scenario. I might be rolling with somebody and I'm mounted and then out of nowhere, I'll think, okay, you're down. Even though like Mm -hmm. I I may not have been up until that point, but like, all right, you're down. You still have to score 10 points or, you know, like whatever, or you have to submit them and there's only two minutes left. (laughs) You're like, you just have to kind of give yourself those scenarios of like, all right, we've got to finish this or we're losing. Yeah. 
What's your tip this week for on and off the mat? So, I mean, obviously we're going to stick with the game planning thing. Mm -hmm. My biggest tip is write out the game plan and have it basically on the mat with you. So put it on the edge of the mat. And when you have that one minute break in between rounds, go back over, review it, look at it like, oh, right. These were my goals. Did I hit those? Was I doing something insane that was nowhere near my game plan? You know, like just kind of evaluate yourself real fast. Mm -hmm. Look at what you're trying to do. Go back and do the next roll. Actually have it written down and evaluate it, which is my off the mat tip too. Like it doesn't just have to be for jujitsu. Like Like, you should mm -hmm. have a game plan for your life, your goals, your aspirations, all that written down. And you should review them on a regular basis and make sure you're doing the things towards reaching your goals. And I just need to add that you were living that for me earlier today before we started recording (laughs) when you got the marker and just started putting dates on my 2020 calendar so I know where I'm supposed to be and what I'm supposed to be doing. So I have a jujitsu game plan for the year now, basically. I I am calendar obsessed. (laughs) Um, I really like to know what's going on when. (laughs) And I like to plan other people's lives. So (laughs) yeah, we are just taking all the boxes off today. It's going great. (laughs) And I have a shout out too. Nice. Yeah. Shout out to Christy in Pennsylvania. Sent a DM that she was listening to the podcast and she liked it. And this was my favorite part. The musician nerd in me. She was like, that song was stuck in my head. Yes. Yes. When you can write a song or even a podcast theme that gets stuck in somebody's head. I just feel like I'm winning at life. Right. I love that. I love our song. I literally same like I'll, I'll like walk around my house like dun dun. (laughs) And I think we talked about it once before, but my mom was at the school one day and the timer went off and she was like, is that like in a song or something? (laughs) And she was like trying to figure it out and I'm just dying laughing. (laughs) Yes, it is. Yes, it is. (laughs) All right. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Beauty and the Gee. If you haven't already, subscribe to this podcast Share it with a friend that you think needs to hear it and connect with us on social media. We absolutely love hearing from you all. And you will find us mostly on Instagram. Instagram is my jam. You'll find me at Brassy Broad Jen and you will find the podcast at Beauty and the Gee Podcast. And you'll find me at AJ Klingerman pretty much everywhere. <laughs> yeah. And join us. Uh, we've got the Facebook group. Yes. Beauty and the Gee Gang. Mm hmm. And like the page, Beauty and the Gee podcast. Podcast. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's what this right? is. Yes, yeah. it's a podcast. And we're on we're on the Twitter, even though <laughs> we're not there as much. <laughs> no. Yeah. And Instagram though. YouTube. Oh, yes, we are on YouTube. Welcome to YouTube. Yeah. And thanks for putting some actual video Thank you. Yeah. on our yeah, channel, you're AJ. Welcome. I'm doing my best. <laughs> I'm not doing my best. I'm doing okay. Do I need to get I'll your calendar better. out and plan that for you? <laughs> nope. I just need to 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 do it more. But yeah, we got some out there. So Okay. Good. So find our YouTube channel. It is Beauty and the Gee on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Subscribe to that channel too. Please. Yeah. I think we're trying to get like a thousand subscribers so we can do some to cool hit a stuff. Thousand this year. Yeah, yeah. I think we can totally do that. Yeah. That's our game plan. It's our game plan. Right. Yeah. And our goal on and off the map. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> 
All right, friends, thanks for tuning in, and we will see you on the mat. mat.